Welcome to another episode of Old School Thoughts, and thank you for all that you do to make this podcast possible. I want to thank you for your feedback. As you know, I did not release a an episode last week, and I sometimes I have to sit back and, and really listen to myself as I assess other people around me, other situations and things that are around me. Sometimes I have to sit back and just assess everything because my concerns are so broad i'm the type person that i love family i love people i want to see us fight for the things that we have the things that we deserve to have and as i get older i reflect on those things i reflect on how people fought for the freedom the freedoms we have and the freedoms we share i even think about when i served to provide freedoms to people who liked me who didn't like me who would do anything to harm me but still i provided them i played a part in providing them with those freedoms And I'm paying attention to the politics. I'm paying attention to how everyday citizens are now playing a part in the political climate that we have. We have reached a point where our politicians who are very overt in their racist behavior, who's very overt in just being hateful, they are not shameful. We are watching the the January 6th commission or committee show emails of what our senators and congressmen are saying to overthrow the government. I have that in my mind. I have in my mind the importance of voting. What people are doing to push us far back in history. We are really in the time of radio. We are at the point where we are pre-radio. When blacks, African Americans were not allowed to vote. During that period when we were allowed to vote. But then beaten down. We were sent in a different direction. All of those things were happening. I measure everything against my childhood. You know, I've made an episode before that states, you are who you were when, and I am. I am a product of my childhood. I measure everything against that period of time of segregation and how I saw life, how as a little boy, I remember it. And now as a grown man, how I can look back and see how segregation worked in my life. The impact it had. 
what grown people did. Even to, to remember having to go to the store, but to go to the store, you had to cross a railroad track. And that railroad track has become history for me and for so many others. From where I lived, to get to the store, you had to cross the railroad track. For the people who lived next to the, rail, to the store, then they had to cross the railroad track to get to the school. So for some reason, we all had to cross the railroad track. And that railroad track provides us with history. We can remember when the trains would stop on the railroad track that would thwart our passage to the store or the passage to the school. We either had to go under the train or we had to go through the train where the cars would separate. And you know, if we saw children on the railroad track today, we would say that the parents don't care. Look at those children on that railroad track. Thank God that I've, I cannot recall any friends who were killed on the railroad track. There were instances where we've where we heard that someone who was intoxicated, who fell asleep, was killed on the railroad track. But I can recall walking either across the, the railroad track or walking down the railroad track to get to the movies on Saturday for the Saturday matinee. And the hot sun beaming down on you and having to walk the railroad track and it's hot too. We would do things like place a penny on the track and then put our ears on the track just to hear if a train is coming. And then if a train was coming, we can let the train run over that penny and then after the train leaves, we go and pick up that penny and we were amazed at what would happen to that penny, how it became so disfigured. I didn't mean to go that deep into that story, but I can recall and now I can think back and say, why would you do that to us? That every way, everywhere we had to go, we had to cross a railroad track. Even to have a slaughterhouse next to our elementary school. It is something how the leadership of the city saw black people in the city. That you would place those things near us and in our path. So recently, within the last 
10 or 15 minutes. I heard this song by John Legend. And I just want you to listen to some of the lyrics before I go any further and talk about it. So let me play some parts of the song and I don't want to violate the, the copyright so I cannot play the entire song but I would encourage you to go on YouTube or Facebook or whatever and see if you can find it. I don't know if it's a recorded song or not but the lyrics really hit me and then I will talk about the lyrics afterwards. But this is the song that I was referring that I'm referring to. Okay, I think you can get the message. I hope you you can hear that very clearly. But it's really something how John Legend is speaking what I'm feeling. And what so many other people are feeling about, do you remember when we were so close as a family? So close as a community. I can recall those days because of segregation and then what came out of segregation, that closeness we had, those members who were still alive, they remembered it, so we maintained that closeness. It is so sentimental because we could look forward to the holidays and you knew that you were going to have a large number of people around the house. And everyone had their different character. We can all sit back and we can say, we all had this person who was the drunk. <laughs> we had this person who could tell the jokes. We had this person who could dance. We had this person who could cook. We, you know, how everybody mended together. And it seems so long ago now. There are some families who are still close. But look at the number of people who are grieving right now. Because we have decided to turn inward. We're killing each other. We're destroying each other. We can't accomplish anything together. We are accepting the 
the position of being last, not first or not even somewhere in between. Don't want to work together. I can remember those days. I can remember, you know, even asking my brother Jerome. It was nothing I could ask him for for Christmas that he didn't deliver on. I can remember sitting on the side of the curb talking with my brother George, whom we call Billy. I can remember singing along and dancing with my sister Francine. I can remember my sister Sherry making apple turnovers in the house. I can remember my father sitting on the side of the bed and he's challenging us to learn and to study. I can recall my mother always moving about I can recall her being crazy about her front yard, growing the grass, and how she would transport grass from the backyard to the front, pine straws or whatever it took to grow that grass. I can recall my oldest brother. I can recall him being so neat. But he was a fast guy in a car. He loves to make fast cars. I can recall the uncle that would come home occasionally. The only uncle I knew. And I would see him from time to time. He'd come and visit. He was there a little bit. Mom had to tell him, it's time for you to go. (laughs) I can recall the neighbors being very close. I can recall the the children playing outside. I can recall on Christmas having the new toys and we all came outside to play. I can remember. I can recall when we were closed. I can recall when the adults would say, what did you get for Christmas? And we can tell them what we received for Christmas and they were so elated and they just were so joyful. I can remember. Now on Christmas, we can see the streets silent because the children are playing indoors. They have to spend their time indoors playing. Parents aren't speaking. Family members aren't speaking. You have a better relationship with people you have created a new family with than with your own family. One disagreement. Sometimes you don't even know what the argument is about anymore. You don't even know what has been turned down or been passed down to the next generation. All you know is that you don't speak. (laughs) Where, Where are we? Where are we? We could have easily gotten on this thing about, hey, as a as a team, what is going what is it going to take? What is it going to take? for us to be family? What is it going to take for us to be a close neighborhood? What is it going to take to fulfill what John Legend is singing in that song? I can remember. It seems so long ago. Just going back to the basics. You don't have to go back to the period or want to go back to the period where you were subjugated. But you can definitely go back to the period where you can remember being close. We can remember having a fun time. 
we could remember. But it seems as though so many of us want to settle. Something is going on. Something is going wrong for us to accept being last. Where we want to accept a new way of life that we don't have to speak. That we don't have to share in someone else's joy. But we always seem to come around to share in someone's sadness. But you don't want to share in someone's joy. Old school thoughts for me. Each time that I do an episode. Old school joy. Old school thoughts have to be about. Not everything was great. But we made the best of everything. Everything was not great, but we made the best of everything. I was having a conversation with my niece this week. And then my wife and I, we talked about it later. And I said, you know, my niece was saying that her son has these this list of priorities before he gets into a relationship. I listen to my son have the same kind of conversations. But I said to her, you know, the difference between this generation and my generation is that with my generation, the priority was after you finish school, here are your priorities. You should have a girlfriend that's going to become your wife. You have children. You get married. You have a job. You get a car. You have a house or an apartment. You can either join the military or whatever. But you establish those priorities. And then from those priorities, it kind of established what you needed to do to sustain and to build and to make better. To think of being 37 and 38 and not having a family and not moving towards having a family that would, that would be the strangest thing you would ever have to hear. But now, in this country, where you are never going to kind of get on top, not that number of people, okay? For some reason, you think you have to reach this pinnacle before you have this family. So the priorities are kind of flipped and turned around. I'm not deciding which one is right or wrong. I'm just saying, you know, my generation, our priorities were, it was kind of like being in what we understood about being in Africa. You had to go through this ritual to become a man or a woman. But to become a man, it was to develop a family and take care of your family and start building toward that success. Whatever that success meant, we moved toward that success. But now we're trying to receive this success before we even consider having a child or falling in love and getting married. It's switched. (laughs) So, hey, this episode is going somewhere everywhere. 
But I just wanted to kind of play that song for you and give you a chance to hear what John Legend was singing. I love the song. I thought it was great. And, I, you know, I just, I'm always thinking about it because family means so much to me. Genealogy has me reaching out to family members every single day, some kind of way through text or trying to get them to call me so that we can talk about how we are related. This is my get back plan to the institutions and people who separated us. There's a reason for us to be together. There's a reason for us to talk. You don't own your family. You have to share your family with another relative who wants to know how they exist. It is so important. So, as I close out, I want to play some more of this song and give you a chance to listen to it. Again, I hope you find it. I hope you have a very, very, very blessed holiday season. You will hear from me again. I will record another episode. <laughs> and I will look for you to listen to it. And who knows, I might come up with an episode before then. I might call someone and say, hey, I want to interview you. And we will go down that road. But let me play the rest of this song from John Legend. <laughs> we don't have to change. You know that I love you. And until next time, be good. <laughs>